0: This week on The Word of the Lord Endures Forever, we continue our adventures in Acts with Forgiveness is Proclaimed to You, Turning to the Gentiles, Signs and Wonders, We Are Men, and Through Many Tribulations. Join me, Pastor Will Whedon, for The Word of the Lord Endures Forever, your daily 15-minute verse-by-verse Bible study on demand. Listen at thewordendoors.org or your favorite podcast provider.
1: Now pay close attention, little children, it's somebody you ought to know. Yeah, it's all about a man that walked on earth nearly 2,000 years ago. Well, he healed the sick and afflicted. And the he story
0: of Jericho's fall is legendary. It is the first so, victory of the children of Israel after they have entered the promised land, the first of many, it sets the template for how the victories will be won and how some victories will not be won as they take over the land. It begins with a man appearing to Joshua. He has a sword in his hand. Who is that man? Welcome back to Issues etc. I'm Todd Wilkett. On this Tuesday, August the 8th, we're going to teach a Sunday school lesson on the fall of Jericho in Joshua chapters 5 and 6. Pastor Tom Baker joins us. He's host of a radio show called Law and Gospel For almost 30 years, he met monthly to prepare his Sunday school teachers for the classroom. Tom, welcome back. Uh, Thank you. What has happened regarding the city of Jericho so far in this account?
2: Well, Jericho was considered one of the great cities of Canaan, but it was a city filled with false teachers and believers. They worshiped idols, they did not believe in God, they were very, very evil. And they heard that Israel was coming. And they were very afraid of Israel because they had heard about the crossing of the Red Sea, the 40 years in the wilderness, etc. And the Bible says in verse 1 of chapter 6 that Jericho was shut up inside and outside because of the people of Israel and then it explains what that means nobody was able to go out of the city and none came into the city and therefore there was great fear in the city of jericho
0: who was this commander of the lord's army who appeared to joshua before the battle of jericho
2: This is so important for the Sunday school teachers to get across to the students, that Jesus, yes, he was born of the Virgin Mary in the New Testament, but he appeared many times in the Old Testament. And one of them, of course, was on Mount Sinai and the burning bush Moses had knelt down and worshiped him. And this was another one when Joshua was near Jericho and he beheld a man who was standing before him with a drawn sword in his hand. And Joshua asked him whether he was for Jericho or for the Israelites. And he said, I'm the commander of the army of the Lord. And the word Lord is capitalized in all letters, referring to the name of God given to Moses on Mount Sinai. And he says, now I have come. Now Joshua, very familiar with the episode of Moses on Mount Sinai, recognized that this was God himself. and Verse 14 says, And Joshua fell on his face to the earth and worshiped this person and said to him, What does my Lord say to my servant? And God said to him, Well, first of all, take your sandals from your feet, for the place where you are standing is holy, very similar to what God told Moses on Mount Sinai at the burning bush. So here's an example of Jesus himself, often referred to in the Old Testament as the angel of the Lord. And he, in his pre-incarnate state, before he became a human being. He appears before Moses, he appears before Joshua, and in other sections of the Old Testament.
0: What is the Lord's message to Joshua?
2: It really sounds ridiculous. Jericho was a mighty city, had tremendous walls, and he said, I'm giving Jericho into your hand with its king and mighty men of valor. Now, what you are to do is this. March around the city. All of the men of war going around the city once each day for six days. And there will be seven priests who shall bear seven trumpets before the ark. And on the seventh day you shall march around the city seven times and the priest shall blow the trumpets. And when they make a long blast with the ram's horn, when you hear the sound of the trumpet, then all the people who are marching with them shall shout with a great shout and the walls of the city will fall down flat. Now, we know of some singers who have the reputation of singing such high notes that they can break glass, but nobody has ever broken through solid rocks. And these walls were made of rocks and were very, very sturdy. And so this would be a great miracle to occur that god was getting ready to do
0: what did joshua do then
2: he obeyed the lord he didn't say like moses did oh who am i i can't go to pharaoh and tell him to release the people but god said something to joshua at the very beginning of the message i have come and therefore Joshua was confident that God could do what he had done. Remember, he had just taken them through the Jordan. And so he brought them into the promised land. And just before our text, it deals with the fact of manna, that as soon as Israel began to eat the food of Canaan, the manna from heaven stopped from falling. And for 40 years, it had fed Israel, and now it stopped because they had come into the promised land. And these, of course, were the children and grandchildren of those who had refused to come into the promised land, except for the two spies, Joshua and Caleb. All the rest of the people over 20 years old had died during the last 38 years in the wilderness, and now only their children and grandchildren were marching around the city as instructed by God.
0: What was the significance of the seven priests and the seven trumpets and then building up to a seventh day?
2: The word seven is really important in the Scripture it's at the very beginning of the Bible where God created the world in six 24-hour days but then rested on the seventh. So a lot of times numbers in the Bible refer to important items, people, interest, etc. For example, the reason they were in the wilderness for 40 years is the original spies who came back and 10 of them said, no, we can't conquer Canaan. They had been in the land for 40 days. And so God kept them in the wilderness the full 40 years in recognition of the 40 days that they had been in Canaan and said that they could not conquer it. The Holy Spirit is often mentioned with the number seven as is we have the Ten Commandments. But when the number seven comes up, we're reminded of the creation of the world. And on the seventh day, God rested. And this is what's going to be coming about on the seventh day, when God will do his work, and the people will have rested from the violence of Jericho.
0: What happened then on the seventh day around the city?
2: On the seventh day then, unlike just the trumpets blowing, God commanded that the people with the ark of the Lord circling the city seven times. On the seventh day, that's what they did. Seven times instead of just once and at the seventh time the priests blew the trumpets and Joshua said to the people shout for the lord has given you the city and sure enough when they shouted and the trumpets were going the walls of the city came tumbling down and jericho then became the peoples, Israel, they were rewarded by putting to death all the evil people in Jericho except for Rahab and her family and also putting into the temple treasury the gold, the silver, the jewelry in order that the tabernacle and the temple that Solomon would be building would be even more beautiful. And that was the task that the Lord had given them.
0: What did Joshua command regarding Rahab the prostitute?
2: Rahab, believe it or not, was the woman who had hid the two spies that Joshua had sent to Jericho to check out the city. And she hid them in her apartment which was part of the wall and because of her faithfulness to israel she was told that all those who were in her apartment which means her father her relatives etc would be saved when joshua and israel came and destroyed the city of Jericho. That was a promise that was made to Rahab. And sure enough, that's what Joshua did. He sent the same two spies that he had sent to Rahab's house earlier and said, go into the prostitute's house and bring out from there the woman and all who belong to her as you swore to her. So these young men who had been the spies brought out Rahab and her father and mother and brothers and all who belonged to her. And they brought out all her relatives and put them outside the camp of Israel. Now Rahab becomes very important If you look at the first chapter of Matthew, there is a genealogy of the people leading up to Jesus. And two of the women were not Jewish. Rahab was one of them. The other was Ruth. And it says that Boaz, who married Ruth, was the son of of Solomon, who was married to Rahab. So Rahab got married to a Jew named Solomon, who became the father of Boaz, who married Ruth, and continued the line of Jesus from Abraham through the Virgin Mary. So she's very, very important, even as we remember the genealogy of Jesus Christ.
0: Joshua said, And you by all means abstain from the accursed things, lest you become accursed when you take of the accursed things and make the camp of Israel accursed and trouble it. But all the silver and gold and vessels of bronze and iron are consecrated to the Lord. They shall come into the treasury of the Lord. What does all of that mean?
2: This means that God now was going to be devoted to by receiving the important treasury from the Jericho people the gold, the silver, the jewelry, and that was to prepare a wonderful tabernacle and later on a temple. However, many of the other things the people were to destroy and just not what belonged to the people of Jericho, but even their animals. And they were told not to take anything for themselves, but to destroy it as an offering to the Lord. Now, unfortunately, although it's not part of the lesson, there was a man named Achan, A-C-H-A-N, and he unfortunately took some of the devoted things that were to be destroyed. And later on, the anger of the Lord burned against the people of Israel because of what Aachen had done. And he and his family were later punished. But the lesson definitely says that those things Shall not be taken by the people. And the only things that should be taken were the gold, the silver, the jewels, etc., in order to adorn the tabernacle of the Lord. And they were ordered to do that, which many of them followed, except for Achan and his family.
0: Pastor Tom Baker is our guest. He hosts a radio show called Law and Gospel. We're teaching a Sunday school lesson on the fall of Jericho in Joshua chapters 5 and 6. The Lord also commanded everyone, every living thing to be destroyed in the city except for Rahab. We'll talk about that next. The free online issues etc journal just click the red journal subscription button at
1: issuesetc.org in a child's life meaningful relationships matter when it comes to academic development and spiritual nurture in lutheran schools students know they are uniquely and wonderfully made in god's image each day in over 1800 lutheran schools children experience a rich academic loving and christ-centered environment where they can explore and develop their God-given talents and abilities. To find a Lutheran school near you, visit lcms.org schools. Real Reformation Radio. You're listening to Issues Etc.
0: The days are shortening, and it's soon back to school. Ad Cruisem has beautiful posters and art to adorn your home school or classroom, and we print them right here in our Colorado workshop. Come and see our various prints by Cunach, Holbein, Bonat, Tintoretto, and Caravaggio. Stock up on our daily prayer posters, creed posters, and other beautiful Christ-focused artworks. Visit adcrucem.com. That's A-D-C-R-U-C-E-M dot com.
1: Register today. The 2023 Lutherans for Life National Conference is October 11th through the 13th at the Holiday Inn Cincinnati Airport in Erlanger, Kentucky. The conference includes visits to the Ark Encounter and Creation Museum. Online registration is open now with early bird pricing at lutheransforlife.org conference. Lutherans for Life, equipping Lutherans and their neighbors to be gospel-motivated voices for life. lutheransforlife.org
0: Welcome back to Issues Etc. You can watch the 2023 Issues Etc. Making the Case Conference from the comfort of your very own home for a donation of $300 by Labor Day. We'll send you a link with a password to video and audio recordings. This year's speakers include Lutheran Church Missouri Synod President Matt Harrison, journalist Mark and Molly Hemingway, Pastor Peter Bender of the Concordia Catechetical Academy, Pastor Will Whedon of The Word of the Lord Endures Forever, and San Francisco Archbishop Salvatore Cordelione, and Kyle Mann of the Babylon Bee. Learn more at issuesetc.org or give us a call 618-223-8385. We're teaching a Sunday School lesson with Pastor Tom Baker of Law and Gospel. Tom, why did the Lord command all the living people, the animals included, to be utterly destroyed in the city of Jericho?
2: Because they stood for enemies of the Lord. He did that also, if you'll recall, with the flood of Noah. Everybody and everything was destroyed because they were worshiping false idols. They would make these idols out of wood and stone and kiss them, bow down to them, although there was nothing behind them. There was no spiritual individual of these idols, just like today in false religions of the world. There really is no Allah. That's a false idol. And other religions, the only true God Is God Himself in the person of the Holy Trinity. And He, of course, meets with Joshua and gives him instruction as to how to destroy the city of Jericho. This is an important lesson for the Sunday school children because they may not be faced with the destruction of a large city, but they may have other problems in their life. And God's promise is that all things will work together for their good. And so God takes care even of the children in the Sunday school, setting their life ahead of them with ways in which they will be devoted to God himself and will, of course, defeat their enemies as they trust in the lord and believe his promises and of course the greatest promise is the enemy that the devil has accusing them of their sins saying they are not worthy to go into heaven and jesus comes and dies on the cross to forgive their sins which means he takes the punishment of their sins upon himself on that accursed tree and says to the father, forgive them for they know not what they are doing. And the children can be happy to hear that their sins have been forgiven, that even here on earth, God will watch over them and defeat their enemies. And finally, in heaven, they will be in the total bliss of the Garden of Eden prior to the fall of Adam and Eve into sin, where they will worship not only Jesus, but also the Father and the Holy Spirit forever and ever. That's how this account applies to the Sunday school children.
0: It says of Rahab, So she dwells in Israel to this day because she hid the messengers whom Joshua sent to spy out Jericho. What does that tell us about when this account of the fall of Jericho was likely written?
2: Well, this would have been written when she was still alive. And remember, as we indicated, she became married to Solomon, who became the father of Boaz. And so, though that isn't mentioned here, it's mentioned in Matthew chapter 1. So this would be a time when Ruth had come and married Boaz, who was the son of Rahab. And whether she was alive or not at that time, we're not sure. But that would have been the age in which this had occurred.
0: Why did Joshua curse anyone who would attempt to rebuild Jericho?
2: Because just as God wanted his enemies destroyed and the symbols of his enemies, which would be the idols, the cities, etc. Remember, the people thought, they kind of had the thought that people have about the Titanic, when it left shore, that it was unsinkable. They believed that Jericho was unbeatable. And anybody who attempted to rebuild Jericho would then be going against God's will because he did not want the city of Jericho to continue in any way as a sign of his jealousy for truth and his faithfulness to the people of god because he had promised abraham that they would return to canaan and that would become their land which of course joshua continued to do in defeating the enemies they found in canaan who also worshiped false gods Sacrificed their children to them and kissed the wood and the metal that they had made. God did not want any segment of Jericho to continue, as though the people could say, See, we could rebuild it. No, you would be cursed if you even thought of rebuilding it. And so that was God's curse against Jericho.
0: How did this first battle set the pattern for the future conquest of the land?
2: It set the purpose that as long as the people trusted in the Lord, that he would come to them and help defeat them. Even David... He was surprised. He wanted to build a great palace and temple to the Lord. But God told the prophet to tell David that David's task was to continue to defeat the enemies in Canaan so that when his son Solomon came to be king, he would be able at that time to build a temple to the Lord, which, of course, he did but it was a task of people all the way up through king david to defeat the enemies in the land of canaan so that the promise of god to abraham could be fulfilled
0: finally what is the and gospel of this lesson
2: the law is we simply are not confident in god sometimes we trust in the walls that we put up. And our works and our accomplishments think that we can protect ourselves. But the law shows that that is never going to happen. The gospel is the good news that God comes to us. Remember, when Mary was told that she would be Having the Son of God, it would be God who would be with her. And He is with us and delivers us from the ruin of our sin and becomes a mighty fortress in Jesus Christ, protecting us from all things that are evil and are our enemies. That's our trust that we have in the promises of the Lord Jesus Christ, backed up by the Father and the Holy Spirit.
0: Pastor Tom Baker hosts a radio show called Law and Gospel. For almost 30 years, he met monthly to prepare his Sunday school teachers for the classroom. You'll find a link to Law and Gospel on the Talk on Demand archives page at issuesetc.org. Tom, thanks. And Thank you. When we come back, we'll be looking forward to Sunday morning, the 10th Sunday after Trinity, according to the one-year lectionary. Pastor Peter Bender of the Concordia Catechetical Academy will be our guest.
1: Listen weekday afternoons to Pastor Todd Wilkin and guests on Issues Etc. Issues Etc. is a listener-supported program.